Kids. Okie dokie, let's get right into our first game. How good are you guys with color? You've been a master of color since kindergarten, right? Well, we'll see about that. We're going to tell you some different nicknames for certain colors. So, for example, if I wanted you to guess the color pink, I would say the name fuchsia. Would you know fuchsia is another name for a type of pink? We will start out hard and get easier as we go. Can you guess the color before I say what it is? Let's see. What color is this? Heliotrope, periwinkle, eggplant, mauve, lilac, lavender, violet, purple, cornflower, Azure, ultramarine, cobalt, sapphire, teal, navy, blue, ochre, auburn, sienna, saffron, turmeric, pumpkin, orange, vermilion, carmine, garnet. Crimson, burgundy, scarlet, ruby, red, ecru, tawny, buff, flaxen, amber, lemon, yellow, chartreuse, hunter, olive, jade, sage, emerald, lime, green. Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? The reason we played that game is because this week we're learning about Saul, who now goes by the name Paul. We're learning about his mission. And as Paul was going around to different lands, teaching people about Jesus, he had a vision to go into the land called Macedonia. And in Macedonia, a bunch of women were sitting by a river praying. So Paul went and started teaching them. And one of them was named Lydia. And she was a seller of purple. Not that purple, the other purple, the other purple, not that purple, this purple, that purple, that purple, the other purple, that one. How do you sell a color? Well, purple was a difficult color to come by back then. And that's why it was reserved for royalty. So she must have been someone who made the purple dye and sold it. It was made from shellfish. And it was said that it took about 10,000 shellfish just to make one garment that was dyed purple. So if people wore purple, it was obvious that they were pretty rich. Lydia was a righteous woman. She worshiped God. And when she heard Paul, the Lord opened her heart and she knew their message was true. So she and her whole household got baptized and she had Paul and his companion Silas come stay with them while they went around and taught. So Paul and Silas were some of the very first missionaries. Missionaries teach people about Jesus. That's right. And missionaries today 
also teach people about Jesus and help them prepare to be baptized. Remember, we don't have to have a missionary name tag to share the gospel with others. We can share our testimonies in simple ways, like saying to our friends, I'm a child of God. God speaks to a living prophet. Jesus Christ is our Savior. And when we are missionaries, we can expect miracles to happen. Listen to what happened to Paul and Silas. Yeah, that's right. When Paul and Silas healed a young slave girl, her owners got mad. Let's have an ancient Roman citizen tell us exactly what happened. When the owners of the slave girl realized that their hope of making money was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to face the authorities. They brought them before the magistrates and said, These men are Jews and are throwing our city into an uproar by advocating customs unlawful for us Romans to accept or practice. The crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas and the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. After they had been severely flogged, they were thrown into prison and the jailer was commanded to guard them carefully. On receiving such orders, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet in the stocks. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open, and everybody's chains came loose. The jailer woke up. And when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword because he thought the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted, Don't harm yourself! We are all here! The jailer called for lights, rushed in and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you'll be saved. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all the others in his house. At that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. Then immediately, he and all his family were baptized. The jailer brought them into his house and set a meal before them. He was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God, he and his whole family. When it was daylight, the magistrates sent their officers to the jailer with the order, Release these men. The jailer told Paul, The magistrates have ordered that you and Silas be released. Now you can leave. Go in peace. After Paul and Silas came out of the prison, they went to Lydia's house, where they met with the brothers and encouraged them. Isn't that amazing? Even after they were beaten and imprisoned, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns, praising God. And even after Heavenly Father sent an earthquake to free them, they didn't escape because they didn't want the guard to get in trouble. 
What amazing missionaries. Hey, let's play a missionary game. It's time for your mission. Have you grown a foot or two? It's time to open your mission call. Where do you think you're heading? If your birthday is in January, February, or March, you have been called to serve in the... Auckland, New Zealand mission. If your birthday is in April, May, or June, you have been called to serve in the Costa Rica San Jose Mission. If your birthday is in July, August, or September, you have been called to serve in the Washington, D.C. South Mission. If your birthday is in October, November, or December, you have been called to serve in the Taiwan Taipei Mission. Now pack your bags. It's off to the MTC. Welcome to Provo. If you have blue eyes, you'll be in room 101. Your companion is from California, has a super strong testimony about Jesus, and bakes amazing chocolate chip cookies. And me love cookies! Ah! If you have green eyes, you'll be in room 206. Your companion is someone you'll totally be friends with back at home. They know the scriptures really, really well and snore like a grizzly bear. If you have brown eyes, you'll be in room 18. Your companion is from Romania always has a funny joke to tell and is totally going to teach you how to play the organ. All right, you are fast learners. Now it's off to your mission. Ready to go knock doors? Let's see who your first investigator will be. Hi, we're the missionaries for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And we have a message to share with you about the restored gospel of Jesus Christ. Can you 
practice being a missionary and answer their questions? Who is Jesus Christ? church different than the one that I go to? Why don't you drink alcohol or coffee? Now remember, you don't have to be called on an official church mission to be a missionary. You can make a list of people now that you can share the gospel with. Actually, while this song plays, can you name one person you can share the gospel with this week? I hope that I can share the gospel with those who want to know the truth. I want to be a missionary. have some listener friends who are going to tell us about their experiences sharing the gospel. Hello, my name is Florence and I am nine years old. I live in New South Wales, Australia. One time that I could share the gospel was when I turned eight. I got baptized and I invited my friend from school to come. She attended my baptism along with her younger sister and her mum. I felt so good inside to be baptised and happy that my friend could attend this special day. Good day, mate. My name is Archer. I am 11 years old and live in New South Wales, Australia. One time that I could share the gospel was when my friend at school was curious about the Book of Mormon. I was able to share with him how the Book of Mormon was written by lots of prophets and then put together by Mormon. I love reading the Book of Mormon. I am glad that I could talk to my friend about it. Hello, I am Clara. I am 14 years old and I live on the beautiful central coast in New South Wales, Australia. Today, I would like to share an experience I had with sharing the gospel. Our church was having a Christmas carnival. I was really excited. We were having a water slide, a barbecue dinner and slushies. I decided to invite three of my friends from school to the church Christmas activity. I was so glad my friends could come. I want to continue being a missionary by helping to share the gospel with others. So then Paul heads to Athens to teach the Greeks. The Greeks worshipped many gods, including one they called the unknown god. They believed that gods were powers or forces, not living personal beings, and certainly that God was not our father. So Paul taught them 
that we are the offspring, the children of Heavenly Father. For we are also his offspring. For as much then as we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that the Godhead is like unto gold or silver or stone graven by art or man's device, seeing he giveth to all life and breath and all things, and hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth, that they should seek the Lord, if haply they might feel after him and find him, though he be not far from every one of us. Addie, how is being a child of God different from being just one of his creations? Being a child of God is different from being just one of his creations because it connects me to my heavenly parents. It's really special because I know that there is somebody in heaven who loves me and cares about me and I know that he'll always be there for me. It's really neat knowing that Heavenly Father is actually a part of me and I think it's really nice that I'm able to be part of his family. Understanding this truth influences how I see others. I think knowing that everybody else is a child of God makes me want to treat them better because it's almost like we're siblings. So it'll feel better to treat them with love because we're one big family. We all should look out for each other. Thanks, Addie. I bet knowing that God was his Heavenly Father really helped Paul on his mission especially when he was imprisoned. You're right, and we can feel peace knowing that God is our Father too. We have some listener friends who are going to share times when they felt that God was not far from them, just like Paul taught. Hi, I'm Maddox. I'm seven years old. I live in Creek Creek, Arizona. When I make good choices, I feel God close to me. My name is William, I'm nine years old, and I live in Queen Creek, Arizona. A way that I can come closer to God is when I read the scriptures and keep the commandments. Hello, my name is Esther, and I am seven years old. I live in Lisbon, I come closer to Jesus as I have family home evening, and we have a lesson to learn about him and his gospel. I feel close to Jesus when I take a sacra, when a bread and water, I remember Jesus. Hello everybody and welcome to the store of useless items. We have everything and anything that you would ever want with no purpose at all. Find something useful, and you'll get it for free. Wow, look at all this cool stuff. Oh, hey, a laptop. I could totally use one of those. That is not useless. That is useful. I'm checking this out for sure. Ah, yes, a laptop. Very popular. But it's going to cost you $250. Hey, you said if I found something useful, I would get it for free. True, but you see, the laptop's missing the charging cable, 
And, you know, you, you can't plug it in. Totally useless. Oh, I get it. It's that kind of store. Alright, game on. I'm gonna find something useful even if it takes me all day. Look! I found a kayak! This is awesome! Wait, let me check. Yep, no holes. This is totally great. I'll take this kayak, please. Fantastic choice. You have very good taste. $300, please. What? But this is totally useful. It doesn't have any holes or leaks. I could totally use this to go on the river by my house. Ah, you are correct. It does not have a leak. But the kayak without a paddle will not get you very far. Therefore, it is deemed useless. All right, I think I've got time to find one more thing. I'm gonna look in the back of this door. Maybe I'll find a good deal there. Woohoo! This is it! I've got it this time! Look at this cool remote car! Oh wait, I better check to make sure it has a controller. I'm onto this door's tricks. Here it is! I found it! Okay, I'll take this remote car please. Complete! with its controller and everything. Oh, very nice. Let me wrap it up for you. $35, please. Seriously? What kind of store is this? As I mentioned, this is a store of useless items. While the remote control car does have a controller, unfortunately, the car and the remote are both missing their batteries. And therefore, they're Dean. I know, I know, don't tell me. Totally and utterly useless. Exactly. Sounds like you understand my store of useless items. We have everything and anything that you would ever want with no purpose at all. One more question. How do you make money? I don't. <laughs> okay, guys. Some things are useless without something else, such as a cell phone without a battery. Paul kept on teaching people, and while on the coast, he found some men who had already been baptized by John the Baptist, but they had been baptized before Jesus died and was resurrected. So even though the men had been baptized, they hadn't received the gift of the Holy Ghost. So Paul taught them this. And it came to pass, Paul, finding certain disciples, he said unto them, Have ye received the Holy Ghost since ye believed? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, Unto what then were ye baptized? And they said, Unto John's baptism. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them and they spake with tongues and prophesied. Oh, okay, I get it. So it's important not only to be baptized by someone who has the priesthood authority from Jesus, but we also need to be confirmed as well. That's right, and here's what Joseph Smith said about that. Baptism by water is but half a baptism, and is good for nothing without the other half, that is, the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The baptism of water without the baptism of fire and the Holy Ghost attending it is of no use. They are necessarily and inseparably connected. Again, there are two parts to baptism, 
baptism by water, and baptism by fire or the Holy Ghost. If you separate the two, it is but half a baptism. The Holy Ghost justifies us, which means it makes us righteous in the sight of God. The Holy Ghost sanctifies us. It helps make us holy so we can be pure enough to enter the kingdom of heaven. That sounds pretty important. I'm so grateful that Christ offers us the gift of the Holy Ghost. All right, guys, that's all I have for this week. Do you enjoy this podcast? We'd love to hear from you. Please leave us a five-star review. It helps other families to find us and study Come Follow Me. And your comments encourage us and make us smile. Thanks for listening, and until next time... Stay on the comment pad. Okay.